0: Achieving a fitness goal requires consistency. And, you know, if you're starting and stopping and starting and stopping, if you you sometimes kind of go and you sometimes kind of do the fitness thing for years on end, then I just can't help but wondering, you know, are you looking for a way out? with your fitness are you looking for an out on pursuing your fitness goals what is up people Jean-Carlos here with the total body training podcast where I help people get lean gain muscle and build some damn confidence and today we are talking about whether or not you're looking for a way out of your fitness goals all right so here's kind of like the setup here there are certain times of the year that we as a culture know that people tend to fall off so you know Everyone starts off hard at the beginning of the year. So I would say that's around the second week of January, right? It's not even the first. (laughs) It's around the second week of January that people start getting those gym memberships and start getting everything together. And, you know, then, you know, as we get further away from the initial start of the New Year's resolution, I would say around February, people just fucking fall off. I mean, people are, you know, dying like flies. They're just not showing up anymore. And, uh, you know, then what happens is that, you know, the gyms gyms around the world, I'm assuming, uh, get really slow or slower up until mm, a little bit before summer. So maybe around March, there's a slight little pop and then it goes back down again. As the summer goes, people are traveling, things like that. And you know, and then it picks up again a little bit at the beginning of the school year and then it goes back down again between August until from October until January, the second week. And you know you know, I suppose that for many people like during that time period, the reasoning is is that they're busy right they've they've got uh, the holidays coming up between October until january they've got all these obligations, even though the holiday seasons really only like four events there's like Halloween and there's Christmas and uh, Thanksgiving and other holidays if you're a part of a different faith um, or just you, you partake in other holidays like during that time, right? Really, it's only like five or so holidays, uh, but, you know, uh, that's the reason that we're given is the holiday season. And, uh, you know, you know, not only that, not only do people fall off during that time, but like there's also just the weekly fall off. So you start off the a week on Monday, and if you go to any gym around America, Mondays are the busiest day in the gym. And then from there on out, Tuesday, there's a few less people, Wednesday, there's a few less people, Thursday, there's much less people, Saturday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, forget it. I mean, gyms are relatively empty, um, except for people who have made this a good habit. And, you know, those people are in the small minority. And, you know, I think that we as a culture are somewhat aware of this. We're, we're somewhat aware there are memes out uh, that kind of like make fun of this and you know we talk about it that you start off the year strong and then you end it and you forget about it really quickly and you know I think that you know if if we all know that if we as people tend to fall off during certain times of the year and we all know this as a culture then you know what gives like if we all know this and if you're struggling with a fitness goal and you're trying to pursue it but then you're constantly like following that same pattern that most people fall into what gives? Like, why are you doing that? Wouldn't that be enough notice for you to recognize, hey, like something, you know, I'm going to go through this season. And it's going to be tougher for me to get there. Maybe I should think in advance for how to like work around these things and how to change my life or, you know, adjust my life more effectively so that I can get to the gym or that I can eat better, take care of my, my life and things like that. And, uh, you know, I just can't help but wondering, and this is tough love, if you're just kind of like looking for a way out, are you just waiting for an excuse or a reason not to go into the gym? I know this, is, this sounds a little harsh, but, but follow me here. If you're in here, if you want to hear what I'm saying and you're okay with some tough love, now is the time to stick in here and listen, all right? Because the president of the United States, when, when Barack Obama was in office, he had time to work out, Right? And uh, I don't know, I don't want to get political, you know, right now it's Trump's time and like Trump's in office, you know, I'm not gonna talk about politics at all. But uh, you know, I think, I, I don't know if Trump works out, but I know he likes to play a lot of golf and some people call that working out. So like he finds time to, to do that and pretty regularly. And I know that Barack Obama like worked out all the time, Michelle, uh, they worked out, you know, Richard Branson, you know, the owner of uh, Virgin Records, uh, you know, Virgin, the company, this huge multi-billion dollar company And uh, Tim Ferriss and all these millionaires and wealthy people find the time to do that but they also really (laughs) bust their ass I mean these people some people would say oh they're they're just wealthy that's why they have the time no (laughs) these are high-functioning people who do a lot if they find the time to do it if the leader of the free world finds some time to go uh, work out or play golf in Trump's case or you know if Richard Banson finds the time to break himself off from all of the obligations that he has right then I think you can find some time to. Yeah, I do. Um, how is it that they can get it done and you can't, right? Here's the tough love. So so, so what's going on there? What's, what, what's happening there psychologically with you and with them? What's the difference? Don't say that it's that those people have money because they didn't come from money. Like especially in the case of like Tim Ferriss or Richard Branson, like those people, high-functioning people who have a lot going on in their lives, they did not, Tim Ferriss specifically was not wealthy growing up. And I don't believe that Richard Branson was either. And most people, Jeff Bezos, a lot of people in Silicon Valley who are getting a lot of really incredible things done right now in terms of technology and uh, these people who are highly successful, Jeff Bezos, the founder of Amazon, um, you know, are insanely busy people, but they still find the time to like work out. So like what's the situation there? right and actually i have to take that back i don't know <laughs> if jake bezos works out but i do know that richard branson does and i know that tim paris does just want to edit that in case jeff is watching this but you know how is it that those people find the time to do that damon john as well damon john founder of fubu uh, also uh, he's on shark tank finds the time to work out uh joel olstein who's a preacher and in- Damon John's book, he says that Joel Olsen finds the time to go for like long walks and work out. Lots of people find that time that are high functioning people that are super busy. So why do they find it and you can't? And, you know, I just can't help but wondering if like you're just kind of like constantly looking for an out. If the moment things get difficult, you're just like resigned to the fact that things are difficult and you think I just can't do anything. Fuck it. Like I can't, I just can't go to the gym now. Like fuck it. I can't go for maybe, uh, you know, a half hour walk. Or, you know, I can't do a little 15-minute HIIT workout in my apartment or in my house, right? You know, so, so like what's going on there? So I believe that there's time no matter what your schedule is. And if there isn't, then you're doing something wrong. If your life is really so busy that you don't have half an hour, just half an hour to take for yourself to do some kind of physical activity. It doesn't have to be in a gym. It doesn't have to be anything fancy. It could be a walk in the park for you to walk out of your house or apartment and walk, right? (laughs) For you to turn on YouTube and watch a workout that you can do at home, right? If you don't have the time to do that, then, you know, you might need to reschedule your life, right? Or you're probably just not... Prioritizing, which is probably it. You're not you're not scheduling your life in an effective manner. Um, then you're probably just looking for a way out. You're probably constantly trying to find ways to get yourself out of your fitness and out of taking care of yourself. So here here are some things that you should consider um doing if you're constantly looking for a way out. First of all, I would say that you should Recognize if you're looking for ways out, or recognize when you're looking for a way out. So, if you have, a, well, let's say you have a tough life, so you've got a lot of anxiety, or like, you know, you've got a lot going on in your life. You maybe you're a single parent, or uh, so you've got a lot weighing on you, or maybe you're going through like a tough financial time, or maybe you're just you're just struggling in some kind of way. Whatever the case might be, there, right? Um, you know, chances are that you can find some time for yourself. There's got to be a way you can do it. How can you find that time for yourself? You know, and I want you to recognize when you're looking for a way out. So sometimes people who are, who are having a tough time, they deviate to doing something that doesn't help them. In the long run so like if you're having a tough time right now right instead of doing self-care or taking care of yourself the moment that someone calls you up and says hey you want to go drinking right now at like 5 30 you know you'll choose that instead of like choosing working on yourself which will actually make you feel better if you're struggling with anxiety if you're struggling with depression don't look for a short-term happiness look for something that's going to make you feel better in the long term and that's going to make you feel a lot better you know uh that's going to make you feel wholer and more put together if you focus on improving your life. So, you know, try to really think about it like that. Try to recognize when you're looking for a way out or when you're getting distracted, all right? So that's just something to think about and there's probably a lot of different examples there. And I don't wanna trivialize anybody's struggle, but I want you to do that and recognize when you're looking for a way out. And, you know, just consider that for a few moments. The next tip is, uh, you know, maybe you don't like working out. Or maybe you don't like the kind of fitness that you're doing. And this is something that a lot of people encounter when they're beginners. And <laughs> trust me, I understand. You, not everybody is into, like, weightlifting. And, you know, I, I certainly wasn't when I first started. I mean, I hated it. I, I did not enjoy deadlifting. I did not enjoy squatting. And now I love it but that took some time. And you know, maybe the kind of exercise that you're doing isn't for you. Maybe you're more of the kind of person who likes to do Zumba, or maybe you're more of the person who kind of likes to go jogging. John, you're suggesting something other than strength training? I mean, John, isn't strength training supposed to be the best? Isn't total body training supposed to be the best? Well, I do think it's pretty cool. I you know, I don't know if it's the best, but I think it's pretty good. And I think that what we offer here and that strength training is the best form of exercise, uh, you know, in terms of like the easiest to access and, and things like that. And I think I provide a good service. However, it's not for everybody. And you know, what I would say is that if you don't like what you're doing and you've tried to do the strength training thing for a while, maybe you should try something else. Now, you know, is it better to strength train over taking Zumba? I think so, I do. However, if you really hate strength training, maybe you should go take Zumba, right? Maybe that'll be fun. I mean, it's a great form of exercise and you get some cardio in and and things like that. I mean, maybe that's more for you or maybe going for a run or a jog is more your style. But don't you lose muscle mass when you go running? Well, yeah, you do. And you know, don't you kind of retain more fat? You know, these are all the arguments obviously uh, against doing other kinds of cardio or training other than strength training. Yeah, that might be true. However, if you enjoy it, at least you're moving, man. Like, at least you're doing something. And that's what I recommend, is that you do something that you enjoy if that means that you're just not gonna do anything. Because far too many of us, you know, think like, oh, we have to do something, and while that option might be the best, there are other options. You don't have to do that. You can do the body pump class at Gold's Gym if you just enjoy that kind of environment. You can just do the, goal, the the uh, you know, running with the girls in the park. Whatever really works for you is what's most important, because. At this point, if you're listening to us, it's probably because you're struggling with staying on track. So let's find something that you actually enjoy doing. Let's try that. Now, here's the next thing. Uh, trainer for accountability. Okay, so here's an important point. I put down trainer for tip three, is if you're really struggling with accountability, And staying on track, it's understandable. When you're a beginner, that can be tricky. Making something a good habit is really hard. And maybe you need accountability is what I would suggest. So that's suggest is that's my tip is to find something that helps you be accountable. Now, you know, there's a few ways to think about this. When we first start off people here as at total body training, I try to send them weekly or daily messages to get them on track. Trainers, if you're out there, send your clients daily messages when they first start. Now as someone's been here for about two or three weeks, maybe about a month or so, I stop messaging them as much because A, I've got new clients to work with, but B, I find that that's about the time that it takes for somebody to get consistent. And then once they're consistent, it's much easier for them. They've made it a habit. What sometimes happens though is that someone will ghost. So someone will just disappear maybe a month ago by. Then as a trainer, I'm like, oh yeah, so-and-so isn't here. I need to message them. So I'm just like, hey, like where have you been? Or like, hey, the new training cycle is starting. So that's a form of accountability that can be real helpful. Trainers, uh, you don't need to be up your client's asses on their training. And clients, you don't need to think that your trainer needs to be up your ass. Uh, I'm not supposed to show up at your house and pick you up and bring you to the gym. I'm just there to encourage you. And hopefully, you know, these videos help hold you accountable. So, you know, I'm hoping that this helps my clients stay accountable. Them watching videos or listening to my podcast and things like that help them stay on track. So maybe listening to content, um can be another point. But back to my message, right? Finding somebody, a trainer that'll hold you accountable might be a big help. Now, there is this message out there in the ether and the internet that you can find a friend to help you be accountable. I personally don't have any luck with this. And, you know, I have a small group of friends and, you know, that, that could be part of it, but it's been my experience that I find that you need, you, you need to be responsible for that or you need to pay somebody to do it because it's not your friend's responsibility to catch up. Not only that, but let's say that your friend is struggling with their health and with their life and with eating right and with being consistent, right? Then they're struggling with the same thing that you're struggling to do. So the moment that they start to slip up, you're probably going to slip up too. The moment that you go out to drink and or go out to party or eat, you know, like way too much unhealthy foods or something like that, you're probably going to do the same thing too if you're really close friends. You know, chances are that uh, that you're not going to be able to help each other. So you're going to need to find someone else. You know, I can't tell you how many people come to Total Body Training as a pair to hold each other accountable, right? Random friends and don't hold them accountable. There are exceptions. There are a few people who have accountability partners, but on average, I find that that just doesn't work as well as like having somebody that you can pay like myself or someone else to actually make sure that you're staying on track with the shit you got to do. So, you know, I would recommend that you find someone to do that for you. And I think that these things will help you to stop looking for a way out. So again, these are my three tips. You know, recognize when you're looking for a way out and try to solve that so that you don't, or try to find patterns in your behavior when you're looking for ways out. Uh, The next one is, over here which is find something that you enjoy doing some kind of exercise that you actually dig whether it's zumba or strength training or ice skating whatever the case might be right roller derby whatever it is right find something that you enjoy doing if you ain't doing shit at all and then the next one is find find a trainer who's going to help you with accountability all right people thank you so much for tuning in to the total body training podcast until next time Peace.